Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. You know, and I really wanted to uh, bring up in this episode an encouragement. And I kind of was thinking about Matthew chapter five, where Jesus, he, he goes on and he says that if you even lusted after a woman in your heart mm-hmm. with lustful intent, you've already committed adultery or fornication in your heart. And so there's this there's he, what he's saying is you need me. Right? Yes, you need me. You you think that no way you can just without me. You can't do it without me because if you don't do it in action, you're gonna do it in your heart. Yep. And so I, 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 for the for the individual who's on the fence, saying you know I'm a homosexual, I want to come to Christ, but what if I still have the thoughts? What if I still have the struggles? Or the person who does have the thoughts and the struggles, Christ died for that. He was pointing yes. that out in that text, saying that those thoughts will come. So you need me. Those thoughts need to be covered and you can only get away from those thoughts through me. But too many times you have people who um, and even I'm not even going to lie. I was of this belief because of what I saw that Mm -hmm. the person who was formerly a homosexual or struggle with this is I don't have the thoughts anymore. I'm not gay. anymore. there's a video guy like I'm not gay. I don't desire that no more. Then I had to think about myself. I'm like, wait a minute. Hold on. Because I have struggled with in my Christianity thoughts of uh, foreign fornication and lusted Mm -hmm. after women as well Mm -hmm. so what makes me think that that individual is not going to you can't unsee what you see you can't unhear what you hear and if you were practicing as that text said you practice this lifestyle then that means that you got really good at it and it's in here yeah that highlight reel will come back yeah you can't unfeel what you felt exactly and so you can you can be redeemed you can believe in christ and still have the temptation of those thoughts christ knew that jackie hill perry has a great video about that man her book yes you know gay girl good god go get that book yes the the temptation christ overcame all temptation so he i love how it says he can sympathize with us not only is he god but he can sympathize because he was tempted in every way and overcame it but he knows that the temptation is there yes and you're not going to come into the faith and then automatically i i just no desires no more you know mm-hmm. it, the temptation satan know what you used to do mm-hmm. so he going to send it your way and i want to say that because i want to to encourage the uh, individual who's either coming out of homosexuality or who still struggles with the thoughts that this uh, that idea is pushing people away from the church. Yes, they think the I'm drugs. going I'm going to come to Christ and all of my uh, all of my thoughts and my desires are going to go away. No, man, That's, I've, I've said this before in previous episodes. Mm-hmm. Like the, your thoughts are like the birds of the air. Mm-hmm. They're going to come. They're going to mm-hmm. fly over your head, mm-hmm. right? But just because they fly over your head, don't mean you're going to let them make a nest in your hair. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So I mean, that doesn't mean you have to harbor those thoughts, right? Um, and and worldly meditation. We we and, and the world teaches of med- meditation is to empty yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Well, when you empty yourself, what does that make? It makes a vacuum. Mm-hmm. There's no vacuum in nature. Nature mm-hmm. does not. Nature abhors a vacuum. That's mm-hmm. the way I can like to say it, mm-hmm. right? Nature does not, or vacuum do not exist in nature. There's always going to be something to fill that void. Mm-hmm. So if you empty yourself of things, there's going to be something that's going to fill that void, mm-hmm. and typically it's not going to be something good either, mm-hmm. right? But how does 
the scripture tell us how to meditate. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Philippians 4, or 11. Mm-hmm. Whatever things that are good, mm-hmm. whatever things that are pure, whatever things that are noble, whatever things that are good report. Mm-hmm. Meditate on these things. Fill your head with these things. Mm-hmm. So when the world comes at you, that's what comes out of your mouth. That's what comes out of your, because out of the bones of the heart, the mouth speaks. So that's what comes out of your mouth is if these things are in your heart. Right, and and it's um, again, it's it's just a frustration on my end because we are supposed to have love and compassion, and when we preach these sermons on homosexuality and we don't come back around with the encouragement, and not just the cliche encouragement, if you come to Christ, then He can clean you. That is true, but people need to know the reality, the practicality that those thoughts will be there. You need accountability. You. How the heck is someone supposed to say, well, I'm struggling with these thoughts and they feel comfortable coming and telling you when it's demonized. They're going to feel like I'm not opening mm-hmm. up and saying that. They're going to think I'm a clown. Yeah, you come out with a hammer. Exactly. They're going to come down with the hammer. Jesus didn't do that with the woman caught in adultery. Nope. And this is why it's a great segue right into the segue to um, the parable of the lost son. Mm. Because the father in this story didn't do that either. No. Right? So let's run through this real fast. Mm-hmm. So... Again, this is takes place in Luke fifteen eleven through thirty two. Those of us, those of us listening on on a podcast because you can't see the slides. Now I'm reading from the King, the New King James Version because I, I kind of like the way this one says some words and I have some stuff highlighted. And we're gonna go into that a little bit, right? Mm. So the word says this. Then he said, "A certain man, he being Jesus, Jesus telling the story." And then he said, "A certain man had two sons." And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falls to me. So he divided to them his livelihood. And and not many days after, the younger son gathered all together, journeyed to a journeyed to a far country, and there wasted his possessions with the prodigal living. But when he had spent all, there arose a severe famine in that land. And he began to be in want. Then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. And he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would have gladly filled his stomach with the pods that the swine ate. And no one gave him anything. Now, I just want to pause right there for a second. And some of the words that I have highlighted, right? So, going back to the beginning. Portion of goods, right? That equals inheritance. I'm not mm-hmm. going to go into all different things right now, but basically that's inheritance, right? So technically he wishes death upon his father. Right. Because how else do you get your inheritance Once when someone dies, mm-hmm. right? They, they last will and testament, and then you get your inheritance, right? right? So basically he's like, dad, I want you dead and I want your money. Mm-hmm. All right? Basically. <laughs> basically. And then he says, so father gets me the inheritance that falls to me. Right, so this is him saying that. Mm. But get this, I never quite saw this until I started doing a study for this episode. Right, so he divided to them his livelihood. Mm-hmm. That means both sons got their inheritance. Mm-hmm. I'd never saw that till now. I'm like, wow, that's interesting. Yeah, 
wow, I will follow up later. But I just want to it's point fun, that out. And 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 I think I I love where we have come to in our Christianity. This is such a side note. We're reading the word for ourselves. More than likely, the reason why we miss that is because we've always been taught this story, but the person never highlighted that they both got it. We get so used to hearing these stories mm-hmm. being taught to us, we'll just read through them with the with what we already know instead yes. of slowing down and looking at the text yes. in its totality. Yes. And that does kill us. And I'm saying that because we need to be Bible students on our own and stop mm-hmm. relying on everybody else's teaching mm-hmm. i needed to touch on that <laughs> especially if you got the holy spirit yes the holy spirit will is yes. the spirit of truth that yes. will lead you into, into all, all truth. truth the first teacher yes 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 so this other word uh prodigal mm-hmm. right that means um i'm not i i forgot to practice that that the word asotos there you go <laughs> that's the kind right there yeah <laughs> it means riotous dissolutely Profiguratory again. I, I butchering all these words. <laughs> Profiguratively. Well, there you go. Thank you. Back me up. You know that's why I got back up. I'll do it by myself. I'm right. in trouble. But uh, <laughs> somebody's still correcting us on the other side. On the other side. Some man. English major. <laughs> but anyways, riotous means exuberant, mm-hmm. or joyously, unrestrained, and enthusiastic, or elaborate, especially in style, flamboyant. Mm-hmm. Dissolutely means marked by indulgence in things. Such as drinking or promiscuous sex. Yep. He was on. And, and what's the word again? Which one? Prolific. Pro. <laughs> pro. Fli- <laughs> pro. Figuratively. See, you got you. Too. You got me now. Now, <laughs> now that you brought it up, I can't say it. I thought you were talking about a soto. But, uh, but um, <clears throat> a person given to wildly extravagant and mm-hmm. usually grossly self-indulgent expenditures. Mm. So when you back that up, that's basically, he's running around having orgies. Yeah. Right? He's basically having sex parties. Mm-hmm. Right? Basically. Mm-hmm. Right? Prodigal living. Mm-hmm. You know? And then his other word, joined, I thought that was pretty interesting too because that right. is uh, Kaleo. I believe I said that correctly. And uh, if I'm not, then someone will correct me in the comments. But uh, that means to cleave. Right. To join to join to keep company. Sound you know? like Genesis. I know, right? Man, cleave like, to your wife. Like, bing, 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 bing. There we go. So right there. He went and got married to a citizen. Now it doesn't say male or female, so mm-hmm. we don't know. It, mm-hmm. it couldn't be either or. Right. Right. Whatever. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter. The point is he went and got married to somebody, mm-hmm. you know, and he's doing all this wildly extravagant living. Right? Because he got money, right? So um moving on. Wait, did I th- <laughs> never mind? We'll talk about yeah, it later. We'll <laughs> Anyways, um, so continue on. But when he had came to himself, he said, "How many of my father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare? And I will perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son.'" Make me like one of your hired servants. Hmm. Now, the reason why I have this highlighted, but when he came to himself, is because people have to be allowed to come to the end of themselves. Yes. That's kind of the point that I'm making about um about um common law marriage and stuff like that. Like you have to be allowed to come to the end of yourself. Hmm. Because if not, then you're going to blow up in the house. Mm-hmm. Like, if the prodigal son, we don't know what would have happened if the prodigal son wasn't allowed to leave. You know, it would have been bad for the whole household. 
That's where we get phrases like holier than thou, Bible thumper, beating people over the head with mm -hmm. scripture. You're not allowing people to come to the end of themselves. Yes. You're trying to beat them up and get them to come to the end of themselves by what you're saying. Yes. But <laughs> it's not it's not for us to change hearts. No. Only God can do that. that he's the, the only one. The mercy of God will lead you to himself. That's a tough reality, too, when it is people that you love. And yes. you want them to come to a conclusion that is clear as day in Scripture. But it's like, they may not see it right now. Then you have to say, what did we not see at certain points and even now? Yep. So he goes on to say, And he arose and came to his father. But when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion mm. on him and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And a son said to him, Father, I have, I have sinned against heaven and, and in your sight, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. And that word compassion, I am not going to try to pronounce that, but to be moved <laughs> as to one's bowels, hence to be moved with compassion. Have, having compassion is kind of like... Um, for the bowels were thought to be the seat of love and pity, mm -hmm. you know, and this is the kind of response the church should have towards everyone, especially towards someone who's returned from their wicked ways, right? And repented of their sins and came back, mm -hmm. you know, we should be ready to throw them on party, calling up all our friends and neighbors and say, hey, hey, you know, Joey's back, you know, mm -hmm. we got Joey's back, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, absolutely. No matter, no matter the pain. Yeah, you know? and, and just from a theological standpoint, just to touch on something um, with the example of the father, it, it, it didn't say that the father was sitting there and he was waiting. We have a savior that pursues sinners. Yes. He pursues us and we see that consistent in scripture. He didn't wait for him to get there. He saw him a ways and he went to him and he went down and he cried he with, him. with the binoculars. Yes. <laughs> or we look at the parable of the lost sheep he went through I mean you have to think about culturally the terrain that he would have had to go through, yep. through to get the sheep and then carry it back on his shoulders through that terrain yep. that was pursuit yep. and I can keep going on and on but there is pursuit mm -hmm. that we see in our Lord and Savior for sure so now his older son was in a field and as he came and drew near to the house he heard music and dancing so he called one of the servants and asked, what, what do these things mean? And he said to him, your brother has come, and because he has received him safe and sound, your father has killed the fatted calf. But he was angry and would not go in. Therefore, his father came out and pleaded with him. Pause. But, There's that theological thing again. Said the father came out and pleaded with him. Yep. Even the self righteous brother who was already there had access to everything and got angry when his brother actually did what was right and came to his senses and came back into the fold. It says the father could have easily got mad and said, "You tripping?" He went out and pleaded with him. Mm -hmm. We 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 which, serve a good God. Yes, we do. <laughs> Amen. Which we, is what we're doing here too, pleading with, with with our church, our brethren, our brothers and sisters in Christ. Yes, like yes, like so. What 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 it goes on to say is, therefore, his father came out and pleaded with him. Hmm. So he answered him and said to his father, "Lo, these many years I have been serving you, I've never transgressed your commandment at any time." And yet you give me, yet you never gave me a young goat that I might make merry with my friends. But as soon as this son, mind you, that's also his brother. Mm. But as soon as this son of yours came, came home, who had, till the son of yours came, who had devoured your livelihood with harlots, you killed the fatted calf for him. And in harlot, basically a prostitute, not mm. a 
go in on that, but that's all that means. Um, I'm sorry, hitting the wrong button there. Haha. Uh-huh. And he said to him, Son, you are always with me, and all that I have is yours. It was right that we should make merry and be glad, for your brother was dead and is alive again, and was lost and is now found. Mm. You know, so what we see in that is mercy, mm-hmm. repentance, mm-hmm. forgiveness, mm-hmm. you know, and mercy from the Father, repentance from the lost son, mm-hmm. forgiveness from the Father. Mm-hmm. Like it's you can't get away from that, mm. and and we have to keep that at the forefront of our minds. That this is the way, this is the model by which we should act towards people who are living in these sins. There's another encouragement in that text, too, uh, going back to the uh, homosexual. For him to be eating with the pigs in their culture, a pig was considered unclean. That was the lowest of the low. They weren't even supposed to eat pig. And so that just shows the depravity of his mind and how far gone he was in his sin that he was eating with the pigs and eating filth. And that shows how far gone we go away from God when we are born into sin and we are sinners and he is our father. But he was able to turn back. And repent and have yes. forgiveness. You are not so gone that you cannot repent and come to our Lord and have forgiveness. Yes. Your sin is not so bad that I can never turn back from this. I'm, I'm too far gone. As Paul says, such were some of you. Amen. Such was this guy right here. You know, so we're going to wrap it up because we went way well over time on this one. Mm-hmm. So we talked about the identity, we talked about the identity issue, mm-hmm. the marriage issue, mm-hmm. and we're gonna leave off on some encouragement. So if you if if you are struggling in this area, we do pray for you. Mm-hmm. You know, hit us up on the comments, whatever, and um we'll pray for you. Yes, we will. And um there's hope. There mm-hmm. is a way out. All right. So if you like what you're hearing, if if this ministered to you and you know someone that this can minister to. You know, hit the like, hit the subscribe. You can find us wherever you get your podcast. Check out the blogs on us too, because uh, we do follow up and answer some more questions and um, give a little more expand, a little more perspective on what we're talking about. Um, look for those links, and um, we'll get back at you next time. But All right. go in the peace of God and turn to the Holy Spirit. Yes.